This is Allison Beebe, Top City Flavorista, showing you to love where you live. This is Allison Beebe, Top City Flavorista, and I'm on the line today with Adam Clary of Standard Beverage. How's your day going, Adam? Allison, it's been uh, it's been great. Uh, it's, I'm out here in Manhattan, Kansas, uh, working with the cocktail account, so it's 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 great. Cool. Now, okay, I've done several events with you, but I still don't understand like what your actual job is. Could you describe <laughs> your job and how did you get such a sweet gig? Sure. Um, my my current. I, my current role right now with uh, uh, the company I'm with, Standard Beverage, is that I'm known as the Craft Spirits Key Account Manager. And that entails a lot of different roles. Um, everything from the event uh, uh, events that I do across the state is teaching cocktail classes. I work with a lot of new accounts, bartenders, uh, developing menus, uh, working, showing bartenders techniques on how to make cocktails, especially for the ones that are entry level on how to stir a cocktail properly, how to shake a cocktail properly. You'd be surprised that people just don't and get in the industry and just don't know how to do that sort of thing. Um, also, I do all, a lot of our spirits educations across the state. Um, and and then part of the time I have to go out and sell the, the part of the uh, craft spirits portfolio I have that the distribution company I'm with. So um, definitely man of many roles, um, which makes it a very interesting day. Every day changes, which I love that. Um, but I've been with, uh, standard, uh, almost 15 years now. Um, and I've been in the industry, uh, almost 20 and I got started, uh, when I was going to college at Washburn and my family had just opened a liquor store at 10th and Wanamaker next to Kelly express. And they, the family had owned all that. And, and I was working part time and they were like, Hey, we're opening a liquor store. Would you want to, you know, come over, work with us and do this. And I fell in love with booze <laughs> i fell in love with the stories and the, <laughs> the history of everything Me too. yeah and the, the the people i got to meet every day and it was one of those things i was going to school at that time to be a, a an accountant or a cpa and i kind of took a semester off to kind of decide i really didn't really didn't really want to do that and i got to i was like i made a mistake of going to spring break in baja california and i came back and i was like yeah, I think I, I think I like this alcohol thing and I stuck with it. I was there for five years um, running the store and I got to meet a lot of the, you know, the sales reps and the management and just different people. And then in 2006, I got a job offer from current company Standard Beverage to uh, be the premium beer rep on uh, to do all the liquor stores and all the bars, restaurants for Topeka. And I haven't, you know, I haven't looked back since. So it's been one of those. Uh, I don't really have a a job. It's more of a, a hobby. I just get paid to do it sort of thing now. Yeah. That's amazing. So really, yeah, it just kind of went in quite naturally and here you go. Yeah. I, I get awesome. asked all the times, like, how, how do you get this job? Because, you know, it's taking me all over the world. You know, I've been able to go find different brands here and there. This is pre COVID and, you know, and, and be able to bring brands back to Kansas to distribute some of the best world-class brands of the world, esoteric brands, everything that people want. And like, how do you get this job? And I was like, it just happened. <laughs> you know? uh, right, right. I was like, I, I tell right. them, I was like, guidance counselors in high schools should tell 
you know, kids that there are jobs like this. And we now go to, you know, career fairs that tell kids out of, you know, high school or college or whatever that, you know, there, there is a career in this, this, this industry. Well, that's pretty cool. Cause you're right. You don't really hear that. You hear, you know, they're very specific, like, um, careers paths, yeah. like do this, this or this A, B or C. And there's the whole other alphabet that you can choose from. So that's awesome. Yeah, it uh, it's now, one of those that you know my 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 parents at first weren't <laughs> proud of it, um, but now they look back and are, are super proud. So yeah. Well, sure. Now, are they still in the liquor store business? No, it was uh, they they had sold um, recently uh, a few years ago. They had an opportunity to sell to get out before the laws changed, allowing uh, convenience and grocery, and then Kelly Express eventually sold. So. They, they were able to get out, uh, sell at the right time, uh, and then, and had it for, you know, quite a while. Um, and you know, when the laws change a lot, a lot, you know, a lot of grocery, a lot more demand, a lot of competition and stuff like that to sell three, two beer or excuse me, strong beer, um, and, in different avenues. So it was a time for them really to get out of, out of the business. Sure. Sure. Well, and I have to say, I haven't seen you in a really long time. I saw you yesterday. Um, at Brewbank, they have their monthly mixology classes, which are always really a blast, but they're also educational. And that's why you were there because you have all the information. I think you have the answers to all the questions about all the alcohol. And that's really, really cool. Yeah. It's so a- what is, what's the question that you get asked most other than how, how do I get free booze? That, that, that is that is the question is like or, or do I get free booze which the answer is yes and no on that one but the question that comes up after all educational events and I was like does anybody you know after some of the technical questions stuff like that is like does anybody have any other questions and there's usually the question that end all be all is like what is your favorite thing to drink <laughs> you know it, it 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 changes seasonality wise it changes your it changes mood wise like I don't have a favorite thing, the favorite, like, I can't just decide on one. There's just so much good stuff out there. I can't just say if I was on a desert Island, what would I take with me to drink for the rest of my life? There's just too much good stuff out there. There's too many good stories. There's too many friends that I've met through the years that make this stuff. I just can't pick one over another. I don't have that answer. And I'm I'm sorry. I disappoint 99% of the people when they ask that question, but I don't have that one thing, you know, that, that I would, for the rest of my life i had to drink there's just so much good stuff out there well and i think like that's asking like who's your favorite family member you know you really probably shouldn't say (laughs) or you may not have the answer to that i mean that's kind of a you know one day you might like uh this guy and the other day you might like (laughs) this person so yeah um and one of the very best things like you were saying about travel and food and, and beverages and, and all those things are, are the people that you meet along the way. It's those relationships. Um, cause of course the, the food's great. The, the booze is great. The traveling is fun, but it is those people. Do you have a favorite place in the world that you have traveled to? Yeah. You know, domestically it's, it's Chicago hands down. Um, by far and away, um, hands down, um, and internationally it's, it's always going to be Mexico. 
um, not not tourist Mexico. I'm talking the central, um, the, the the tequila producing region of Guadalajara, or Jalisco to Oaxaca, um, but like domestically Chicago, just has everything you need to it. I, that's why pre-COVID I was going there five six times a year just for fun, um, because you, every different you have everything you want there, right? Every different corner has some different nationality of food to cocktail bars, to wine bars, to beer breweries. I mean, it has everything and it's only an hour flight from Kansas city. So it was like the greatest thing in the world. Um, and I'll get back there here soon uh, when things are ready to go. But the, um, Mexico one, uh, is, is very, very tough to beat when you can go to Oaxaca and you can go to Guadalajara and you can actually, you know, become friends, lifelong friends with the people who make this stuff and they literally have nothing. So all those, first world problems go out the window. Uh, and I've been able to maintain some pretty much lifelong relationships because of my travels down there. Sure. Sure. And do you notice, is that, are they families that go from generation to generation that sell specific alcohols? Yeah, absolutely. Especially down, down there with, uh, more specifically with, with Mezcal, um, you're talking five, six, seven generations, sometimes eight generations, of, of family members and, and cousins. And it's a, it's a, you know, it's a whole family operation, which I can definitely appreciate that. It's, it's something when you, you come back to the U S it's like, wow, like this is a very emotional moment coming back. And then you hear all these people complain about all oh my, you know, my, I remember the time I was in Oaxaca and our cell phones didn't work. I could care less because I was sitting down with the family eating this amazing mole dish that they had prepared two weeks upon our arrival. Um, cause they were so proud to share their food with us. And you can learn so much about, you know, family just by sitting around the table, eating food with them and sharing, you know, their beverage with them. And I get back to the U S I get the airport, people complaining about their phones not working and stuff. And I was just like, this, this, I'm so, you know, insane and so proud to be able to go there and become friends with these people. Oh, absolutely. Now, when do you hope to go back or is there, do you have an idea? Um, <laughs> Internationally, I, I don't, I don't know that. Um, I, I, it's with everything still going on. A lot of the palenques or producers, it, they're still obviously not vaccinated. The healthcare isn't as what we have here, and and it's just not responsible of me to want to go there selfishly just because I want to go and maybe potentially you know affect somebody that's you know an older person that's been making mezcal forever. I, I can't do that until it's ready to go. But Chicago, I'm. <laughs> I'm ready to go tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So uh, since they, I know they have amazing food and that's why you and I both love Los Mendias Rojos because that's that central region of Mexico and yeah. their food is just authentic and amazing. Did they show you how to make mole properly or certain uh, dishes properly that you make here at home? Yeah, the, the biggest difference is that uh, here here at home we have access to Vitamix blenders, right? Um, we can we can blend up a lot of the after the after the, all the ingredients can be blended pretty quick. Down there, they don't have access to those, so there they have the abuela, uh, the, you know, the grandma sitting there, the the daughter sitting there with a mortar and pestle and just cr hand crushing all of the spices and all the ingredients. Like, go into this and you look at the hands on the, the family members who have been making this for years. And you know, that muscle that mechanics have that's in between the thumb and the, you know, the point finger, the, it's just, you see how much 
muscle they've made because they've just crushed this, used the, the, the pestle to crush these things over and over again. But it was just the time that went into this. And so when I asked that question, really, it was about special ingredients. And I really got the answer that was really love. You know, honestly, that's what your own yeah. grandmother would tell you. It makes the best food. So. Well, that's true of most grandmas. It's like, those are the people that make the best thing. Yeah, for sure. Because it's made with love, whether it is the best thing or not, yeah. it's made with love. So it tastes better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's amazing. What a fantastic experience. Do you have a go-to spot in Chicago that you <laughs> go all the time? Yeah, I, I get that a lot too. Uh, people reach out to me and ask like, Hey, I've got 48 hours in Chicago, like for a trip, mm -hmm. where do I go? And I'm like, well, let's uh, depend on really what you want, but I can get you to all parts of the city in 48 hours. Um, if I'm doing Mexican, which is usually my uh, hangover spot, I go to the Pilsen area for carnitas at 8am when they open at carnitas Urapan, um, where you are the carnitas by the pound. That's the best thing in the world. Um, it comes out, cooked in lard, like just everything wonderful about it. Uh, Chinatown, there's another hit spot for Szechuan food or, or, or ramen. Um, I, I generally stay in River North because I can get to the West Loop pretty quick. Uh, my favorite pizza spot there is Peace Pizzeria that's out in Wicker Park. It's not deep dish. It's New Haven style from Connecticut. Um, it's more of that thin crust style about the sauce and, and, and mozzarella more than it is deep dish. I can't do deep dish. I'm not paying 30 bucks for a pizza and eat one piece sort of thing. <laughs> um, but as far as cocktail places go, man, that's, that's, that's a tough question. There's so many good ones there. I really can't pick one out. Uh, whiskey bar wise, uh, long man and Eagles, my favorite, because when I would fly to O'Hare, I know they were open at 9am. So if I needed to stop off at the, uh, Trains to the blue line there, right by it's a block away. I know I could get a glass of whiskey when I was coming into the city. Um, so, yeah, I, there's just so many places to choose from in Chicago. There really are. Yeah. There really are. <laughs> well, so in my mind, while you're saying this, I'm thinking you need to uh, think about maybe starting like a, a like a travel, like a, I'm a travel guide and you can go with me for this much money and I would go with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I would pay. You know, it's, it's not really a bad idea. There was one time in my life when I didn't really that time when I was taking a semester off and I, I was like, oh, you know, a travel agent would be cool. And then that travel agents are kind of, you know, fizzled out because the Internet and everybody can do their own their own thing. But now I think about it, it's like I can give you an experience in 48 hours in Chicago all over the city and show you the, the Chicago hacks, right. as we call it, and charge you a minimal fee and have a good time in 48 hours. Yeah. And actually, the last time I was in Chicago, I did one of those kind of food, um, whatever they're called. Yeah. You know, you go with a guide and they, they take you to the kind of the hot spots. It's way more touristy than what you're talking about. <laughs> you're talking about it sounds so much better to me than, you know, just going to all the places that everybody else knows about. I want to know about the places that people kind of don't know about. Well, I've, I've had, um, uh, I've taken some coworkers. So that leads me to my next question. Locally, do you have any <laughs> secrets? What do you know about Topeka? Where is a hole in the wall that we maybe have not heard of? <clears throat> you know, I, it's, that's, again, that's another tough, tough question uh, for hole in the walls. I'm just recently moved back to Topeka after being gone for, for a while. So obviously I, I do the uh, Mexican places first. Um, 
and Los Manolios obviously is is top notch. Uh, El Chilar when they were open. Um, one of my favorite was restaurant Wajikino. Um, it's over now over in Oakland. Um, I, I assume they're still open uh, over in the old Horizons hamburger place over there. Uh, family owned. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That that when they were on Sixth Street, uh, put out some good food, and then moved over there, and it's some of my favorite, absolute favorite stuff uh, to consume um, there. Um, I'm more of that Hispanic food wise person. Um, I do love sure. everything that's going on downtown and obviously in Noto with uh, wheelbarrow and Norseman that everybody's, you know, flocking to, I think we got a great thing in Topeka. Um, but again, I'm pretty much that Hispanic food guy, um, finding those out. But if you haven't been to restaurant Joaquino, absolutely there. And obviously Los Manolios for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think you can really start at, um, like Southeast six at Zoila's and kind of just go down the row yeah. and just, just stop every, however many feet. And I think all those places are great. And it's really nice, a way to explore the city. And I think a lot of people don't know that all those places are there because they're small and, you know, they're family owned and, um, but they're so happy to see you when you go and the food's amazing. And there's just a ton of them. Yeah. There's the, uh, either people that uh, should point them out, but they, they stick to what they know and they're comfortable with the places they go to. And that's fine. You know, they stick to West side Topeka, but if they left West side Topeka and came to that East sixth street, downtown Noto, they probably wouldn't be going back to that West side uh, chain restaurant sort of thing because they realize they're going to get better quality food. They're helping local families and it's probably going to save them a lot of money in the long, long run too. Mm-hmm. And it generates more money for our community. Absolutely. You know, when we support local businesses. So that's, I'm just going to make a bumper sticker because I just <laughs> <laughs> stay off of Wanamaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that you are quite busy. Like you said, you have another event tonight in Manhattan. Um, what's coming up uh, in terms of, like classes or a cocktail related event for you that you can kind of plug? Um, a, a couple things. Uh, one is this Saturday is Los Manolios' uh, anniversary party. Um, you know, they opened up right in the middle of a, a pandemic, which is very, very risky for a, a restaurant to do. Um, and they, they've survived and they're thriving again now. So uh, this Saturday, they're doing a whole celebration of that kind of their Cinco de Mayo uh, slash anniversary party. Uh, I'll be there um, in the late afternoon handing out samples of tequila uh, along with Carlos and Adan uh, with cocktails. And then the next class we're doing um, is uh, at, at Brewbank is going to be um, a, uh, a Barbados punch, a Jamaican rum punch and doing variations. So we're going to show you how to make those traditional styles of rum punches and some of our kind of unique variations on those. Um, so we'll go back to the traditional. So it's a fun time for that one to learn to make some getting into summertime, like having friends and family over again uh, on the you know the back deck around the pool, or whatever, and show you how to make some of these punches that aren't just over the top sugar, where it's uh, kind of a balanced, really cool cocktails that you can make. Um, outside of that, we're putting together some uh, a really cool kind of a first Friday esque pub crawl in downtown. Um, that we should have some details here coming out shortly, um, where you'll be able to go to all the, 
you know, the, the cocktail places in downtown Topeka and get a, a variation of, of a different cocktail and kind of drive a uh, business to downtown on, on, on uh, first Friday after people go to Noto, have a good time. They can come back to downtown. So it's kind of a, a shared opportunity to bring more people to, to this whole, both of those areas. Absolutely. And I, you know, we talked about this yesterday and I, I love all of this. I love that you said you're handing out samples of tequila. You will probably <laughs> see me there. Um, but I also love, you know, going to Noto, going downtown, and then you can just park once and walk around um, instead of just getting in your car and just having to drive from one place to the next. I just, I love it. And then you run into people on the sidewalk that you can talk to. Obviously, it's getting, you know, more open and safer now that people are getting vaccinated. But that's my favorite is to kind of just be able to go from spot to spot and talk to people. Um, like you said, it's the relationships that are the, the best thing out of all of this. Yeah. So. And, and I think if we can entice people to that, maybe they can make a staycation out of it, staying at the, you know, downtown, the Cyrus and maybe they mm-hmm. catch an Uber over to Noto and then back and then there's walk around downtown and create a whole cool environment. And we've done this in man, downtown Manhattan, you know, on points it's, it's been something that's pretty fun to see. And there's been some uh, accounts that have kind of taken charge of this at downtown Manhattan and create a cool environment. Um, so, you know, I, I would love to see this. I think it's something that's be good for Topeka and kind of grow that cocktail community. Plus just bringing, you know, supporting local businesses, what it's all about. Exactly. You, th- those are my magic words, supporting local businesses. So if you need help from me, you let me know. I'll be happy to help. Absolutely. I, I definitely gonna need your, I'm definitely going to need your help on this one. So, <laughs> Okay. I'm down. I'm totally down. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show today and good luck with your class in Manhattan tonight. I know it'll be great because, again, you are the man with all the answers, it seems. Yeah. And uh, you just enjoy yourself, and I'm sure I'll see you soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. This is Allison Beebe, Top City Flavorista. Catch me on KSEF Digital Radio on Wednesdays at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. and hear all about the flavor and Top City. And you, too, will learn to love where you live.